morning is the, the traditional um, passage from Luke uh, upon which so much of our tradition and our art and our music and our nativity scene is based. We have the shepherds and, and the babe in the manger. And there's so much to say um, about that. We can kind of begin to sort of sentimentalize it and trivialize it and thereby sort of ignore the depth uh, and the reality of our Savior's birth in Bethlehem and in this manger. Um, I believe that the song Silent Night really captures what's going on there and does not trivialize and does not sentimentalize it. Even though when we hear Silent Night, we have all of these these emotions and kind of nostalgia well up in us, there's no doubt about it. Uh, but it's a very profound song. And actually I'd like to give in my homily this morning talk about uh, the origin of this song. Because the origin of the song Silent Night itself is amazing, is an amazing illustration itself of the truth of Christmas. Uh, and one of the, the, the beautiful things that we can learn from, from the mystery of our Savior's birth in Bethlehem. This is a, um, probably not many people know this today, but today is not only Christmas, but it's also the 200th year anniversary of the first debut of the singing of the song Silent Night. Okay, So 200 years ago, and probably 8 hours or whatever, because it was done at Midnight Mass. So 200 years and 8 hours ago, for the first time ever, the world heard the, the singing of Silent Night. And it was originally written in German, and I, you know, my, my, you know, poor attempt at singing German, that's what I kind of demonstrated there right off the bat for you all. Um, that's what would have been heard 200 years ago. And by, uh, so it was 1818, and it was in Austria. And it was a small church called St. Nicholas. Okay, appropriate enough, all right? St. Nicholas is the great patron of Christmas. Um, and it was in Oberndorf in Austria. Very small, uh, poor village. And it was uh, performed by uh, a Catholic priest by the name of uh, Joseph uh, Moore. And then the town school teacher, uh, Franz Gruber. By the 1840s and 1850s, the, that song had been being sung all over Europe and had actually made its way across the Atlantic Ocean was being sung in America. And it was heard in the, for the first time in 1839 in New York City. And it, it just was this renowned, popular, famous tune. And no one knew who wrote it. 
and its, its authors were actually still alive, and they didn't know that it was so popular because they were just these two guys in, in backwoods, small villages, and the Austrian Alps, and they just they had no idea that this was so popular all over the world. So, um, tell you a little bit about more about its authors. Uh, Joseph Moore um, was born in 18, uh, sorry, 1792, to uh, in a very in a very poor circumstance. He was an illegitimate son of a mercenary, and the, his mercenary father died in a, in a battle soon after he was born, and actually never even got to lay his eyes on his own son. And his mother was just this poor single unmarried mother, raised the child uh, by herself. He was lucky, though, because he was recognized uh, when he was young as having some, some intellectual talent. So uh, there was a wealthy patron in town who kind of took him under his wing and had him baptized and sent him to um, uh, various schools for him to learn. And he, caught, he picked up music pretty well. So he learned to play the violin, and he learned to play the organ, and he learned to play the guitar. And actually, the guitar was the instrument um, that he composed Silent Night with. So that was the that was the original instrument for that song. Um, he uh, his his first assignment as a priest. He was very young, very very young. About the youngest you can be as a priest today is about twenty seven. Uh, at that time, I guess you could be as young as twenty three or twenty four. That's when he was ordained. And he at his first assignment, um, he wrote one night the words to the song "Silent Night." It was a poem, so he hadn't set it to music yet. And uh, that was in 1816, okay, so before the actual singing debut. About a year or two after that, he was sent to this town, Oberndorf, which I've mentioned before. And this town had fallen into some very serious uh, economic problems because of the, as a fallout of the Napoleonic Wars that were taking place at that time. His people were, were poor, they had a hard time feeding their families, they were very demoralized and very hopeless. Uh, um, <clears throat> Uh, Father um, Moore was very much a man of the people, and uh, he would he would go out with the with the men of the parish uh, and, and the boatmen. It was a kind of a it was a river town, so the boat boatmen were the main barges and stuff were the main means of work. So he would go out and he'd spend time with these guys, and he would sing with them and learn their songs, and he would lead them in song. Uh, and they'd also be drinking and smoking together as well. Okay, so he was a guy that really tried to identify with the people. Uh, he became friends with the, the, the other author of the song, this Franz Gruber, who was a school teacher in a nearby village. Gruber himself was born to, to into a poor uh, economic situation. And he also, like Moore, was sponsored by a wealthy person and got a decent education. Um, but when he was old enough and he's got his job, um, it was pretty amazing to think about it. He was a school teacher, and he was basically like the only school teacher in the whole town. So there's like a hundred kids all in one classroom that he was teaching, and then he that wasn't enough money for him. He couldn't actually make a living doing that. So he also had to be the church organist and sacristan as well to try to make ends meet. All right. So that's how how poor these these people were. So it was 1818, the Christmas Eve of 1818, and Father Moore brought the words of his poem to Franz Gruber, and Franz Gruber picked up a guitar, and, they, and Moore picked up his guitar, and they just started uh, tink, you know, uh, fiddling around with each other, and 
and figuring out what kind of a tune to put to this. And it was the night that they were going to perform it. So it was actually the tune was written in just a few hours. Um, there's certain legends that have grown up around about this. Like, so one of the legends is that uh, Father uh, Moore was was going to play it on the organ, but then he discovered that his organ had been the billows had been eaten out by mice, and so then he had to just use the guitar. I, the truth of the matter, this is a little bit of a legend. The truth of the matter is that the organ had been in disuse for years, okay, because they were so poor they couldn't have, they didn't have a working organ, okay, so that's why it was written on a guitar. Others kind of portray it as it was like. Um, uh, Father Moore had he he couldn't write music for it, so it was like a last minute thing. He had to bring it to um, Gruber, and Gruber just you know the, at the um, at the last moment wrote this wrote the tune for it. He did write the tune for it in the last moment, but Moore was talented enough that he could have wrote, written a tune for it. Okay, the, I think the true explanation is actually is actually more profound in a certain sense, and that is that they were both really good friends, and they loved music, and they loved the people. Uh, whom they were serving, and they wanted to give these hopeless, downtrodden, poor people that they were serving something that could be their own. Okay, so it was a gift to them. And Moore was a very humble guy, so he basically deferred to his friend Gruber. He says, well, I've got the words, you write the music. And so you see this beautiful friendship. It's a song that comes out of friendship, out of a kind of deferential respect for someone else, out of a, a spirit of teamwork, so that's that's the truth of the matter, and it's a really kind of a beautiful origin for the song. And so uh, that night, Christmas Eve, uh, after midnight mass, they played Silent Night for the first time ever, and uh, it, it was it was a gift for the parish. It was not meant to be heard by the world. It was this beautiful gift that was being given by these two simple guys to their to the people that they loved and that they served. And uh, about two years went by and it was not famous. It didn't really make its way outside the parish. But then uh, an organ repairman came by and he rebuilt their organ for them. And he heard uh, Silent Night play and he says, wow, that is really good. And he, this guy was very talented. So if you're a talented musician, sometimes you can hear a song once and it's in your mind. You don't need to practice it. So this guy had it in his mind. And when he would go from village to village and from city to city all over Austria, he would actually share this tune with everybody. And that's how it spread. It spread all through Austria, and the next thing you know was in all throughout Europe, and then it made its way across the Atlantic Ocean to America. And uh, no one knew where it came from. It was totally this anonymous song, and everybody was wondering what was going on with it. And uh, when Father Moore died, he died in complete obscurity, um, his tomb, his uh, burial site was forgotten. Okay, no people didn't know where he was buried, and um, in the the final pastorate that he was in, um, he had no idea that this song was famous. He was still poor, uh, just as it ever was, and he was serving poor people. And he he had a heart for poor children and to make sure that they had an education. So he made he had this schoolhouse built for them, and um, so he w- he was very much. Uh, a man of the people serving them and uh, giving of himself to them to the very end. He died kind of young in his 50s. He died of tuberculosis, I believe. Um, when he died, he didn't know that the song was famous, and no one knew that this famous song was from him. And so, believe it or not, I guess it was the royal uh, orchestra of the Prussian court that said, we got to figure out who wrote this song. Because people were saying things like Mozart wrote it. 
Other people were speculating that it was Haydn's brother. Haydn's a very famous German composer. And they were speculating that his brother, because maybe it sounded like some of the things his brother had composed. So people were expecting this song to have come from these amazing musical geniuses instead of these two nobodies. Uh, and eventually it was found out. The, they inquired of this original, this abbey in uh, Salzburg, and the son of Franz Gruber was there, and Franz Gruber's son said, no, no, my dad wrote that. <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't believe you. And so uh, Fred, uh, Franz Gruber basically wrote this kind of testimony right before he died as to, like, this is the true origin of the story. Okay, uh, This is the true origin of the song. And, but really for about 100 years, a lot of there's kind of debate and speculation and legends over the song. And then in 1995, not long ago, there was a manuscript that was uncovered. And it definitively settled any doubts about the matter. And it showed beyond any, any doubt that actually it was Father Moore and Franz Gruber who composed this song, that they are the authors of it. So it's really uh, a very neat and, and wonderful story behind uh, Silent Night. Um, what do we learn? What's the point here? Well, you've got this song that's been translated into 300 different languages, that's recognized, its tune is recognized all over the world, and this time of the year, it, it unites everybody in the worship of God Almighty. And its origin was so humble, and it was from such an obscure and uh, you know group of nobodies, that it parallels perfectly the incarnation of Christ himself. You have this you have God Almighty coming down and being born in a manger. Now, when the local inhabitants heard from the shepherds the story about the angels coming and, and testifying to who this baby was, they, they were probably like, Wow, that's, that's wow, neat, oh. But it was forgotten. It never really made it much further than the few peasants that were living around Bethlehem at that time. So the origin of our salvation, the origin of the gospel, comes from this obscure, humble um, fountain. And yet, this little thing that started out as absolutely nothing, meaning the gospel of Jesus Christ and the, and the truth of Christmas, has spread throughout the whole world and has united the whole world in the worship of God. So for us, my brothers and sisters, let's never despise small things and humble origins. This is, these are the things that God uses to bring his love and his peace to the world uh, as he does every day, but especially this day of Christmas.